welcome back to One Idiot's Thoughts on Podcast. I'm Paul Mackey, and I'm joined once more by my lovely wife, Darcy. Hi. It's been a while since we put one of these out. We had the holidays, which is a crazy month here in Duluth. Our son was in a choral group that performed close to nightly. Yeah. They also did a bunch of content for Dog Days of Advent, which was a podcast exclusive. I don't have those on YouTube, in part because I didn't, I didn't make any original art for those, and that would be a pretty plain-looking... Audio only with barely any pictures. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in the unexpected Christmas gift of COVID that Darcy got. It was delicious. Suddenly it's 2024. Happy New Year. Now, of course, you can probably see on the file what content we are covering today. But if not, the presence of Darcy should also lend the clue that we are back to Muppets Mayhem. Mayhem. This time, track two, True Colors. Also, uh, at some point during that uh, time we were off, we discovered that there won't be a uh, second album of Muppets Mayhem. I guess not. No second season. Boo. But anyway, we are looking at Muppets Mayhem track two, True Colors, and I've got a brief, this is a pretty brief summary actually, I've I've been doing longer summaries on those other shows that I do lately, but uh, here it is. Okay. Nora is making lots of claims about famous producers lining up to work with the mayhem. But it turns out Janice is allergic to lies. Now, who else is allergic to lies? Who else is allergic to lies? Who? Who? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I thought you were saying... I'm just, I'm just talking. No. Wait, 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 I mean, if that's an allergy, who else has that allergy? Nobody that I know of. Maybe they should. Yeah, that'd be handy. It, well, would it be handy, or would you like... Yeah, would you just be constantly sneezing? I, I, she, she's only sneezing to the uh, lies in her presence, apparently. Cause That's right. She, she's never sitting around a television and, and watching uh, the news. Yeah. The politicians or the advertisers. She'd need, like, four EpiPens for that. Ugh. Moog figures out that Nora is lying about all the producers and attempts to save Nora by temporarily confessing a white lie about his Mayhem concert attendance record. Okay, so... so I yeah. didn't even know he had a concert record. Yeah, he that... said he was the, mo- the most... The, the one who'd attended absolutely every show. Oh, okay. And then he said that he... He lied. He didn't, apparently. I don't know. I've never been that big of a fan of anybody. I mean, we've, we've never... Never followed a band Mm-mm. besides following the one band to Owatonna for the New Year's of right? 2000. But that was like a little, you know, a we, little. We wanted to do New Year's 2000 somewhere anyway. Yeah, it was fun. That's how old we are. And still, that was pretty much local. I mean, it's not local, yeah. local, but it was a local band to us at the time. And in-state local, it wasn't yeah. like we were following a band across the no, country. We just went went one town away. Nora's refusal to fess up lands Janice in the hospital, and after Nora reveals all, the episode ends with a promising phone call. I don't remember the phone call. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to remember. It's been a minute. Then I, believe, I had COVID, so now I have foggy brain. I believe it was another cliff. I mean, not not literally cliffhanger this time. Oh, okay. But I believe, if I remember correctly, that it was a cliffhanger as to like, oh, it's it's you. Oh, okay. Well, that. Might be why I don't But it was a promising it. phone call. Uh, um, favorite lines? I don't know if you wanted to point out one of those. Oh. Um, you kind of look yellow? Yeah. Oh, okay. You look kind of yellow. Yeah. To Janice. Oh, yeah. She does look yellow. Because she looks a little yellow. 
Janice, are you okay? Can you hear us? You look yellow. And then, all the uh, time. And then, of course, Animal pulling out all of the various gifts for Nora, including baseball diamond. Flipper, flip, baseball diamond. Of course. All right, uh, section, who is this human? Taj Maori was born in 1986 and is the younger brother of Sister Sister stars Tia and Tamara Maori. And if you think about it, yep, totally looks like that, doesn't he? Looks, uh, totally looks like he's related. Yeah, I suppose so. He played football in high school and also one year of college ball at both Savannah State and University of Wyoming. Now, is that in Laramie? University of Wyoming, I... I think it's in Laramie. Yeah, I think so. Huh. Hmm. No, I didn't have a lot of friends that went there. Yeah, but you were in the in the right uh, you in the Colorado, Wyoming, vicinity yeah, of the the, the four corner states area. Wyoming is not one of the four corner states. Yeah, I know, but it's oh, oh near. okay, I see what you're doing. It's all kind okay. of adjacent. They they touch. Yeah. There's a lot of states that touch. Colorado and Wyoming touch. Yeah. Lovingly. Lovingly, <laughs> no, they don't love each other. <laughs> Uh, though he ultimately graduated from Pepperdine University. Uh, Taj was cast in television roles mainly as a child performer, including starring in Smart Guy on the WB in the late 90s and guest roles in shows like The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, Star Trek Voyager, Full House, and Friends. He was in Friends? Uh, as a kid. As a kid? Yes. He appeared with Phoebe while she was singing. Oh. Interesting. Apparently. I do not recall this. Other I than, don't either. Other I would than have by, to go back. By reading about it. That episode that... Yeah. Yes, the one where... Something. Yeah. Uh, his film roles have included 17 again and Are We Done Yet? So far on the show, Moog has, Moog has not been allowed to reveal his demo, but it can be assumed he will reveal hidden talents as Taj was in a live performance featured on the Platinum Edition of the Lion King DVD, and more recently... Taj released an EP called Future Funk in 2015. Hmm, interesting. Do you think he can play the sitar? Why the sitar? I don't know. It's, it's what the mayhem's missing. Yes, they're missing sitar. Uh, history of this Muppet. So we'll look at Animal. Animal has softened in character since his earliest appearance in the 1975 Sex and Violence pilot of The Muppet Show. Animal was originally depicted in concept sketches as a very hairy human. They are not confirmed character inspirations, but Animal is often compared to Led Zeppelin's John Bonham, The Who's Keith Moon, and Cream's Ginger Baker. In the Sex and Violence special, it showed Animal caged in the basement of the theater when not playing the drums. His original Muppet performer was Frank Oz. Nah. Classic Muppet performer. Aww who said that he had the character distilled down to five words. Sex, sleep, food, drums, and pain. Those five words were most likely not on the mind of Howie Mandel when he voiced Baby Animal in the first two seasons of Muppet Babies, nor Dave Coulier, who took over the role from Howie, though who can really say? I can't say. And probably no one will ever see Muppet Babies again. I, I loved Muppet Babies. Because apparently there's like... Tons of rights issues with all the films that they showed during that because it was oh. there was there was blended in with real life films. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. They, like, did, you know, A Wonderful Life and all those. So, so they that did a, does get a little yeah. crazy. So they did a reboot series, but they didn't, uh, they've, the, the original series is really not very many places to be found. I didn't, I haven't seen the reboot. I haven't either. I, I saw that it was out, and then I thought, well, maybe one of the kids will watch it with me, but no. Apparently, I'm the only kid that cares about that sort of thing anymore. Well, I don't know that your kids know what Muppet Babies is to begin with. Well... Yeah, they do. They watched Muppet Caper with me. Well, that was in, yeah, uh, uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. No, Ma- yeah, but, Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. 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 they yeah. watched them all. Those, those Muppet Babies are in there. Uh, Frank Oz was the primary performer as Animal for much of his history, and Eric Jacobson took over the role in 2002 all the way up through his performance in this, the Muppets Mayhem series. Yeah. I keep calling it just Muppets Mayhem, but apparently that was a video game. So this series is The Muppets Mayhem. Oh, okay. So next up is How Did They Muppet That? And I believe Darcy has more on the construction. I've I've changed my mind. You've changed your mind. You have something else planned. Well, you were just talking about Animal. Yes, I did. So now, totally off the cuff, I'm going to talk about Animal. Well, how about that? But it's totally off the cuff. Okay. Yeah. Now, Animal is a mixture of um it's a fleece it's like a wool fleece okay. that that's actually on a um the the back of the fabric is a uh, jersey so okay yeah so it's wool wool fleece on jersey and it, it is it's like really textured and uh they hand dye it mm-hmm. and then um all of his little hairs are individual little uh parts of a uh ostrich feather oh they're feathers yeah he has ostrich feather so he's he's fleece and feathers fleece and feathers and jersey and jersey and then you know his shorts are just shorts and stuff but and do they put those feathers in like in a wig like a wig ventilating kind of uh similar scheme they 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 pull it through and then glue it on the back side of the fleece because there's nothing to knot onto you know, because like when you do uh, ventilating, you you actually use both ends of the the hair. Okay. And you knot through just like like latch. It's like latch hook. Right. It's no different than that. This isn't like that because you so yeah it gets it gets glued in, and eat but each one I mean that's got to be super per- precise and they do take it through with a needle. So, okay. But they push the back of the needle up, thread the feather through and then pull, oh, it, and down pull it down through. and then glue it real quick yeah okay so yeah that is similar to like a latch hook but in reverse sort of yeah okay was, that's kind of one of the things and then also another thing about animal is he has um really expressive eyebrows yeah and those are um like his eyelids are lycra okay. like the same thing they make your lululemon pants out of my Lululemon pants. Well, I've never seen you wear Lululemon <laughs> pants. But uh, it's the same same fabric. And then um, they uh, they have like a, it's a little lever and it has like a, a bar. And then um, that is, has like a, a cable like for your bike. And then it goes down through the puppet. Okay. And then they either have like one of the hands they use to operate the face facial features. Sure. 
or they have somebody else do that part. So sometimes there's two puppeteers doing one one puppet. Right. And then, of course, his arms are, what are they? They're the traditional Muppet arms with the little sticks. Oh, okay, sure. So that's kind of the basics on Animal. And boy, I wish I could get my hands on him. Well, <laughs> he's definitely got a lot of energy, I guess. Okay, so moving on, we will look at what worked for you in the episode. Uh, should I start? Yeah, you go ahead. Okay, I, so I thought that they moved uh, really quickly into uncovering Nora's lies in this episode that allows the show to continue on with a better vibe instead of having it just be, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying the whole time, the whole show, and it suddenly gets uncovered for like episode eight of nine or something like that. I think it's a better vibe to just be, have it like, okay, I'm sorry, now we're out in the open. And they can find something else to have a conflict on. Yeah. Um, so for me, what worked? Am mm, I allowed to go? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Are you done? We can, we can go back and forth. Okay. For me, what worked was um, I really actually believed, and I know they're just puppets, but I believed the compassion that the band had for Janice when she was unwell. They were really worried about her for reals. Even though it's not for reals, it's for pretends, but it was for pretends for reals. Yeah. And then they introduced in what I believe is a new antagonist in JJ, and he so far seems harmless, but I believe that's probably going to be a temporary thing. And then I also liked that JJ is shown regarding the music as product to buy and sell, contrasting with Nora, who seems to respect the art as well as the business. And she really wants to be cutthroat business and successful, but I get the sense that she really cares, too. Yeah. Again, compassion. Yeah. Uh, what didn't... I'm, I'm nitpicking a little, because I didn't find a whole lot that didn't work for me, but, you know, the, the show... The logic of a show like this, this is pretty much almost a cartoon, but it's nitpicking that uh, Janice was not affected by any of Nora's lies in the first episode, just when it was convenient for the plot. But I can let it go. Well, it's possible that, you know, she has, like, some tolerance for it. And that when it just continues on and continues on. So it's sort of like, you know, uh, how they do uh, allergy tolerance. Oh, like, sure. You know, where they give you just, like, little microdoses of peanuts mm -hmm. or something. So maybe, you know, microdoses aren't a big deal. But once you start to get the whole peanut... Or, it, like, you walk into, you know, what, what's what's the restaurant with all the peanuts in it? It's the Smash smash Burgers or Five Guys? What five, is guys five Guys has tons of peanuts Five Guys has lots of peanuts in it. And so, yeah. So, you know, it's, it, it takes a while to get to that level of allergy. Right. Uh, anything else that didn't work for you, though? Nah, I gotta, good. I gotta say, I really, there, there was nothing glaringly like, God, oh, that really wasn't a very good part of the I'm, episode. I'm really good at, at, at suspending disbelief and also being devil's advocate on that stuff. All right, so I totally just devil, devil's advocate at you. I guess so. All right, well, I, I do want to say we've, uh, we've used a new uh, two mic setup for our recording today. Instead of just crowd, crowding around the blue microphone and, and setting it for a room room recording, which really I don't think was working as well. Hopefully everybody, hopefully if, if anybody noticed or liked or didn't like, you can get to us at uh, idgetcastpodcast at gmail.com. 
still the uh, same podcast uh, email as uh, the Educast, uh, which is on uh, suspended hiatus, a serious suspended hiatus. But anyway. We'll get back. Next time, we'll be looking at Muppets. Oh, do you have anything else you want to say? Um, No, I was just feeling kind of sad for your blue microphone that just sits there and watches us now. Oh, I use it all the time for that. I know, but look how sad it looks. It doesn't have a personality. It does, too. It's got its head back. It's looking right at you. It is. It is, and it looks sad. Through the pop screen. Through the pop screen. It's peering through the pop screen at me. It's very sad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So next time is Muppets Mayhem Track 3, Exile on Main Street. Hmm. Exile on Main Street. What do you think that's going to be about? I don't know. It's a Stones reference. I know that much. Or is it like in, in a nightmare on Elm Street? Well, the ti- it's the title of a Stones album, at least, if not a song. Nightmare on Elm Street? No, Exile not. on Main Street. I know that, but I'm just saying. Okay. <sighs> Happy hunting. Happy hunting. You've been listening to the One Idget's Thoughts On podcast produced by Paul Mackey in association with Nimlas Studios. Any short clips of audio from shows is included under fair use for commentary purposes and copyright for that content remains with its original copyright holders. The theme song is Too Good by Jack Mangan and is used by his generous permission. One Idget's Thoughts is produced under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international license. You can find more episodes of this podcast and many other fine podcasts at nimlast.org. You can contact me by emailing idgetcastpodcast at gmail.com or commenting on episodes at nimlast.org. I'm probably showing my age, but who the hell is Zed?